Welcome to the Change Academy podcast. I'm your host, Monica Reinagel, and we have reached the fourth installment in our special five-day Mindset Reset series. Yesterday's action item was to come up with some new ways to relax, replenish, and celebrate instead of using food as a way to soothe your feelings, avoid an unpleasant task, or reward yourself. And I'd love to hear what you came up with. Today, I have another powerful mindset shift to share with you. Instead of thinking of foods as being either good or bad, I want you to think about whether it is the right food for you right now. Many of us have gotten into the habit of categorizing foods as good or bad based on how many calories they contain or whether or not they contain gluten or sugar or refined flour or fat or whatever it is that we've been trained to mistrust. Some of us have even gotten to the point where we suspect that anything that we really enjoy must be, by definition, bad for us. How crazy is that? And categorizing foods as good or bad has an insidious side effect. When we moralize our food choices this way, it's easy to see ourselves as bad or good based entirely on the food choices we made. So if you tell yourself and everyone else that bread is a bad food, and then you have some, well, now you're bad. And that's an awful lot of power to give to a baguette. The shame and the guilt so many of us feel when we've eaten a quote-unquote bad food usually doesn't contribute to making healthier choices the next time. In fact, it often makes us want to eat more bad foods to escape those emotions. But of course, eating certain foods and avoiding others does not make you a good or virtuous person. And even if you make a less than healthy choice, you are not a terrible person. What you eat or what you weigh has nothing to do with what kind of a person you are. Many of us don't realize just how powerful our self-talk is. When we tell ourselves over and over again, I don't have any willpower, or when I'm stressed, I cannot resist sugar, or what's the point? I'll never lose weight. We actually make those thoughts more and more true. How we talk to ourselves directly affects our behavior and our choices. And in reverse, our behavior and our choices can affect how we talk to ourselves. This can be a positive cycle or a downward cycle. By working on our behavior and our self-talk, we can create a cycle of positive reinforcement instead of that negative spiraling that most of us are familiar with. The truth, of course, is that no food is good or bad in and of itself. So instead of thinking of foods, and by extension, ourselves, as good or bad, the way less mindset is simply to ask, is this food the right choice for me right now? And to answer that question, well, we have to consider the context. What options are available? How do all your food choices fit together in an overall picture? Why are you eating this? And as we talked about a few days ago, how much will you enjoy it both now and later in the day? This shift is truly such a breath of fresh air for so many of my clients. For example, instead of thinking, I shouldn't have this, you might think, I can have this if I want to, But would I rather have it today or tomorrow? When would I enjoy it the most? 
Instead of resisting or denying our desires, we get to choose when and how much of something we want to enjoy, and in a way that maximizes our enjoyment, but also supports our goals. And we also stay in touch with the values that are at the heart of our goals, the reasons that we want to be healthier and to make healthier choices. So instead of the dieter's mindset of seeing foods as good or bad and seeing ourselves as good or bad based on what we choose or what we eat, the Wayless mindset allows us to choose what's right for us in that moment or that situation. So your action item for today is to identify a food that you enjoy but have trained yourself to think of as bad. It might be a sweet treat. It could even be a certain type of fruit. I mean, lots of us have come to see all sugar as bad. Or perhaps it's a food that's relatively high in calories. I've observed that chronic dieters often have a mental caloric counter running in their heads at all times, like a ticker tape. And now I want you to consider how you could enjoy that food in a way that is aligned with your goals. When might you enjoy it most? How much of it could you enjoy without sacrificing other goals or priorities, such as feeling good about yourself after you eat it? How does it fit into your choices for the rest of the day? Now, whether or not you actually choose to indulge in that treat today is totally up to you. I just want you to practice looking at foods in a more neutral way, simply in terms of how they serve you and your goals. And if you do decide to enjoy that food, be sure to say to yourself and to anyone else who's listening that this is the right food for you right now. The Wayless mindset is admittedly a real departure from the dieter's mindset that so many of us are steeped in. And I certainly don't blame you if you feel a little nervous, but as hundreds of past clients can attest, stepping out of the dieter's mindset and into the Wayless mindset is like being let out of jail. And I'd love for you to experience that wonderful feeling of freedom. If you're interested in learning more about the full Wayless program from which this series is adapted, go to wayless.life. We're going to have a new group that's all going to be starting together on January 1st. And if you've been looking for some support with healthy weight management, I'd love to have you join us. But in the meantime, I will be back tomorrow with the fifth and final installation of our special bonus series.